Just do a mic checks, guys. Mic check. Check, check. Yo, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Through mic one check. Two. Mic check. Yeah, okay. I'm allowed this shit. Okay. Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today, I have a special guest. This is their part two. It's maybe it may be one of them part three. I'm not even sure. This is the hardcore roundtable, I guess you'd call that. Uh, Mr. Scott Vogel. Yo, yo. Adam Blake. Hello, hello. And Mr. Derek Green. What's up, what's up? How you guys doing? Great. Well, can I fantastic. can I hijack the podcast right now? Yeah. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. This is for Derek. Do pedals <laughs> float on water? Do pedals? Yeah, float. we got your outfits. <laughs> Represent. That's outface. Yes, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Didn't even to know do that. that. Thank I've been you. waiting. That was beautiful, man. I used to have the a white outface shirt with the crazy. I don't know what you call it, the crazy. Right. Yeah. Logo here and here, and I wore it all the time. Oh, my God. I remember that. It was like it's some like Tibetan rising sun face, something very hippie-ish. How's everybody doing? Right? Good? Wonderful. Oh, my God. So Life's good, well. Toby. You have no idea. How, how wonderful everything is? How well, you've been, wonderful. Well, let's, I'll go around the table. You've been busy with um, Derek. With um, He's dropped a song, Tainted Love, Separatory cover song. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We did it for a TV series in Brazil. They wanted a song, and they wanted a cover song, and they wanted that specific song. That's so, cool. Tainted Love. And we did our version of it, you know, like a sepulturized Tainted Love. It's huh. brutal. and I yeah. listen to it. It's brutal. It's brutal. <laughs> 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 but I, I'm a big fan it? of that music, you know, from yeah. that time period. It's fantastic. What's, is that like Tears for Fears or what? Uh, soft Cell. Soft Cell. Soft Cell. Soft Cell. Okay. You think he likes it? You think, you heard, think they heard it? I'm, you know what? I should reach out to them and be like, yo, what do you think, man? How do you like my version? <laughs> Just punish him about it. <laughs> What's up now? Soft sell. <laughs> and then and then you guys have Sepultura Wednesdays? Yeah, we have Sepultura Wednesdays, but it's every other Wednesday because it's a lot of work. You know, yeah. putting guests together, getting them to jam on one of your songs, and then uh, doing a Q&A, you know, where we mix it up and have different types of uh, styles of Q&As. We had skaters one time. We had... Uh, a Q&A about mental awareness. We had all sorts of interesting people from indigenous people, from Sea Shepherd, you know, mixing it up. Not only metal and rock. The reason why Derek sounds the weird when he talks yes. is because Derek has... <laughs> a lisp. He's got, he's got, he's got, he's got a lisp. He has braces on. He's uh, working on his teeth game while he's off tour. Correct? Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of fucked up because I never gave, you know, two shits about my teeth or anything like that. But then... Being on Zoom and seeing my face all the time, it, it's horrible. It makes you very self-conscious. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? <laughs> this grill is kind of busted. I want to, maybe I can fix it up in this lockdown. So that's something good that came out of COVID. You fix your teeth. Yeah, I guess. And they weren't really you. broken. They were just like, you know, I don't know. They became like my personality, having like very gapped teeth. But they were always healthy, so I can never really complain. But I don't know. That's crazy. All because it's Zoom. crazy, right? Yeah. It's fucking Zoom. You Thanks, gotta have Zoom. You got to have. <laughs> I only have a phone. So anytime I do Zoom, it's on my phone. So Ooh, I can't sorry. see myself anyway. That's, so that's gonna, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do that for now. It you totally makes sense. You have a computer. Uh, I have a, um iPad, but it's like sick. The tiny one. Yeah. And it's literally just a. What would you consider this? A. 
house decoration. It just sits there. Anything I do, I do on my phone. Damn, it's small too. It's hard. I need glasses for that shit. Um, Adam Blake, you're looking healthy, looking wonderful. Thanks, brother. Feeling healthy and feeling quite wonderful. Back in the men for a long time. Since yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. My my doctors have literally said that I am now normal. And what, what's what's personal training? I don't like? know about that. Personal training, yeah, thanks. <laughs> per, personal training is good. I am, Even I am, it, you know, I'm in the office. I'm working. I'm working with people online and uh, loving life. How, how is it in the office? Like six feet apart type shit? Or? Yeah, for sure, man. And and usually masks. Usually okay. masks. Like some people, if they come in together, like they'll 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 not. But yeah, you gotta you gotta keep it safe for the people. It's hard to work out in a mask. When I work out, I'm, by, I'm in the gym by myself, so I don't work yeah, out in a mask. True. I'm sure it's hard for them. But yeah, I tried running with the mask. It's super <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah, it's man. rough. It's not it's fun. Rough. It's rough. That shit sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. But you got to do what you yeah. got to do. But you, you know? remember the big picture, right? The big picture is to prevent the spread of COVID. You can do yeah. that by, by staying the, the hell away from, from <laughs> close proximity to people. So yeah. that, that's an option that you can do. But life's good. You look good, Adam. Oh, thanks, brother. You too. Hair game on point. You too. Yeah, to Josh I'm, James, you have you and Josh have the tie. For like yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I really do think like David it's Wood unfair to not bring David Wood into <laughs> okay. the conversation of, of hair, just hardcore hair as well. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've become my own barber now. I literally Six. cut my own hair. It's it's insane. Good though, man. I go in my garage. I'll do a three on top, and then I'll start putting attachments on, and not even looking in a mirror, and just and I'm like, I don't even want to know what this looks That's like. Good though. <laughs> so you became a barber on this lockdown, pretty um, much. Um, sure. <laughs> sure. Um, so you guys just dropped a world be free. Uh, it's coming out. I think it's coming out anytime soon. That's literally been recorded for, I feel like, a year, two yeah. years. How many songs? Uh, five brand new tracks. Awesome. I love the first one, man. Oh, so it's good. Like, Thank so you. good, yeah. Thank you, guys. And then, I, um, I love the band, but it's a very much of a headache. The Rocky. result is always great, but getting there is really hard. It's crazy because we talked on the last pod time you were on, you talked about possible making a new how, We'll Be Free. That was how like a long? year ago. Jesus, yeah, it was a long yeah. time, yeah. And then Cabal and Reaper just dropped, uh, you guys did uh, cover songs, Zero Tolerance and Conviction. Yes, sir. That just came out today? Uh, yeah, a day or two ago. On t- uh, we just put, uh, it's weird because Martine actually came up with, the, for people that know me well, those are two of like my favorite bands that people really don't know about. They're like really, yeah. what's the right, I don't know the right word. Underrated? Un- yeah, but unknown maybe underdogs yes something like that yeah so uh martine had the idea let's do a conviction cover i was like okay cool because like uh luckily with with terror we have nick jet who has a studio and a million uh microphones and so we're able to do a lot of things so me and jordan and chris aren't here so we just did it with martine playing guitar and bass and recorded it and then after that i was like well what are we going to do with just one song so then i had the idea to do a zero tolerance cover and then of course we did it with with kitzel because he's a super fan also and That's we just cool. put it out it's a tape only release so yeah, i saw that it's more like just fucking Seen fun. a lot of those lately cassette tape tape only? cassette yeah somebody else did that recently too right is that the new thing or how do you play that shit? Yeah, I know. I was uh, gonna ask. I think it's. Uh, I have a. I have like a boombox, so okay. I can play it. But I remember I, those. It's not like I use it very much, <laughs> but I think it's just a way of uh, pressing something that is quick and cheap because getting a yeah. record takes like six months and it's pretty fucking expensive. Yeah. So 
we just thought like I think we made like 200 tapes so it's, cool, man. it's really just we made tapes in a long time I think maybe Epitaph we should make tapes it. where the hell yeah. do you make tapes at I don't even know it's gotta be a place to, I, don't, I know. don't know but <laughs> I could find out <laughs> <laughs> and for those listening Eric Rice our first bass player came Eric. from Zero Tolerance hell yeah so that's, that's right the of, uh, Buffalo represent Tolerance and H2O Collide is that did you know that Eric and I played for a minute together in a band What's the band called? It's called Overfiend. It was me, Overfiend. I Eric, that name. Charlie, and Sammy's. Whoa. Wow, nice. Yeah. A heck of a lineup. Whoa. Yeah. Is there a demo there or Name brand Not with Tony. playing on it, unfortunately. <laughs> That's but, pretty sick. Yeah. Eric is the man. Um, and then, <clears throat> then Vogel has 10 years of Keepers of the Faith. You guys are doing a pop-up November 14th in Los Angeles. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a bum out that it happened during this because we obviously would have done some shows and yeah. some probably a tour in Europe at least or maybe in the US because that's for terror our biggest or that's my favorite album. We, we toured yeah. with you guys on that and album. Yeah. You, you, Couple s- of times. you sang on it? Oh shit, that's right. And um <laughs> surprise. So no, that was like a something that would have been a little very cool for the band, but it is what it is. I'm not going to fucking complain. So the only thing we could think of is like <laughs> selling, <laughs> selling some merch. So I'm, I'm hoping that people are so uh, sick of not going to shows that getting in their car and driving to a merch tent would be the closest <laughs> thing they can. You're going to do tapes. The tapes too. Yeah, we did. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We did. Oh, you yeah. made tapes. Keep it to the faith tapes. Yeah, and I, I don't want to like dog out Century Media too much, All but right. um, Century Media has that record under contract. A lot of people know it as being on Reaper because he did the vinyl and that was the big push. But Century Media has it under contract, and they did the repress in to not go down a negative. Uh, path it's been pretty much a mess okay they released it in europe already and it's not coming out in the the release date was a month ago and it came out in europe so everyone that ordered it in europe has it but everyone in the u.s they pushed it back two months oh wow so it's been this really not so organized thing but we got them to uh we made tapes ourselves because we thought we're going to do this pop-up and then they told us we're not going to have the records and we're oh, like, shit. so going back to again, that you can make the tapes really fast. Yeah. And then they got us 50 records that we're going to make covers for. And it's just, it's kind of a headache, mm. but I don't care. Whatever. It's going to be fun. I think bands can this license. Can we, can you license your own record somehow and from the originators and put it out yourself? Well, I hit up Gitter and said that we wanted to do this ourselves. And as a businessman, he knew that, that record would sell because it's been out of press and vinyl for years. Yeah, you guys could kill vinyl on that. So he just said, no, we're going to do it. And that's his right. We signed a contract, but it's been kind of a mess. But I don't care. I don't want to, I don't want like, to, I don't want to harp on that. It's like vinyl's back, gets backed it, up. It is. Like, it I remember like, like, like you had genres like hardcore that were like very vinyl driven and then record store day happened and it kind of threw everything off. Because then about every that. single major artist all of a sudden that hadn't done vinyl in like 10 years was looking to make records. Was it, it most like really gummed up the worst. thing originally? And then I think so. Yeah, I think I, from from what I gathered, record store day was kind of what knocked it all, knocked it all off track, and everybody started making vinyl from Metallica on down. You know I what I mean? That. I, I, that. I think a lot of metal bands just never stopped making vinyl because maybe, a lot of that scene, like people yeah. were yeah, very like, much un- into underground it. music. It was yeah. always there, but it was like everybody else started to feel like they had to put out a piece of vinyl for record. They should, man. Vinyl I, I think is so. Incredible. You know? I think so. It was dead, man. It was 
pretty much dead for mm-hmm. a long time. I remember we were on tour with the used and we had a copy of our Go album and some kids like, yo, how much for the mouse pad? Yeah. <laughs> we've been we've been asked for the calendar. Wow. The calendar. Oh, <laughs> calendar. Calendar. The separatory do a lot of uh, vinyl too? Yeah, we've done vinyl for every release that we've ever done. I had it. And you did? I was a kid. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I had Beneath had the Remains bought it on vinyl. Wow. I had Beneath the Remains on cassette. Oh, you got, really? You guys are I had all that school. shit because I worked at Roadrunner <laughs> Records. Yeah. I had a tape. Oh, yeah. I think I never had the tape too. <laughs> Yo, I worked all those records at Roadrunner. That's right. They were. I worked yeah. in the mailroom with Todd Friend. We I worked in the mailroom. You did a Roadrunner oh, too? I did work in the oh, mailroom. Shit. Everybody went to Roadrunner. That room was packed with stuff I had no idea even existed. Like Nickelback was back there. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like before they blew up, I was like, what's this Nickelback band? And why are <laughs> they, they on Roadrunner? Roadrunner? Yeah, it was like in this Roadrunner yeah. thing. Yeah. I didn't fucking it, know that. Yeah, it's like it's like you would get a copy for yourself and you get a copy right. for Generation Records. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Those are the days of fucking slanging. A lot of people, a lot of food on the table from that. Um, so how's, yeah, everybody's, how's everybody's mental right now as far as like, what I talked about yesterday with Josh is that I figured out a way to kind of push music to the side and focus on the now and the podcast and your health and living and all that and not worrying about shows because we have no control over that. So how has everybody's been main thinking about music moving forward? Are you guys stressed out? Are you are you worried about it? Well, uh, honestly, honestly, I know I know you and I were speaking about this. Like yeah. like we've we've come to the point of like rather than trying to push it. Because we we were of course like the idea of like wow we could maybe do like four four shows at a quarter four venue just to yeah. kind of Sounds get out great. now we're at the point where look if it can't if it's not going to be what it was we'll we're going to wait like the kind of music we play it has to be skin to skin body to body <laughs> kids climbing on top of each other and d- jumping on each other and if it's not going to be that then it's not what not it's not worth it not worth it for us yet yeah we, we're going to wait for that you feel the same way scott yeah i mean i could talk a lot right now like um i'm in no rush to play a show yeah um, I agree with Adam. Like a a, a terror show or an H two O show with a half, like a quarter full venue where people are spread out, maybe better than nothing, but yeah. it, or almost might be worse than nothing. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we all know too. We've all played shows with huge barricades, so yeah, you can that. you can create a cool energy with you just can. your music, yeah. but it's not the same. Yeah. Um. Good point. I am not missing traveling at all. Me either, man. Nope. I'm not missing touring. I would love to go to an H2 to I would love to go to an H2O show tonight. But I don't need it. I'm not still not at that point where I need a terror show right now. Mm. Um you rather go to one than play one. Yeah, just to hang out and see people and, and feel that energy. I but know, man. I'm still not at that point where like I have to get up on stage and rip through a terror set. Um, and who's gonna be the first to do it, and who's gonna know when to do it? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's if it's gonna go back to kids putting on house shows, and you have to know shows. someone to get invited. Yeah, exactly. Like below the radar shit. What about the What about the cars? Like pull up in a car and. I don't know if the cars are playing anytime soon. <laughs> not the cars, but oh, oh. but people beeping horns by clapping and. You know, bands are doing that now where cars pull up and the band's on the stage. And I think it depends on the car. band, right? Like, I, I think for bands like us, it doesn't make much sense. Right. Um, I think yeah. if you're like, like you know, like, like I don't know, like a Backstreet Boys or something, maybe you pull it off. Yeah, well, that's true. I think it depends on the band. You can do stuff like that, drive-in and the whole, like, part club filled. But I, I feel the same way. I don't want to play unless it's 100%. 
You know, it doesn't really make sense. Well, you're also going to water down your comeback, right? Like if you do, right. these, if you kind of come back as everything kind of slowly starts to return to normal, when things get back to normal, it's not going to feel like anything amazing. But if you wait it out, that first show when you can look yeah. out and you can see a packed club so sick, and you can have kids jumping on stage and grabbing the mic and it's going to be the greatest feeling in the world. And it's worth waiting for that. I've, I don't know if any of you guys watch sports right now, but it's definitely really strange. So that's what I equated to like mm. a show like that. Like, like, uh, something like maybe basketball where it's really fast moving and you don't notice it much is a little bit less, but like, watching baseball is so weird without a crowd yeah. and like watching boxing like someone knocks someone out and no one cheers it's wow. just like it's so yeah. weird I've that yet. I, haven't, I haven't watched anything yeah, it's yeah, weird but and they have like fake crowd yeah, noises and stuff that, no. like <laughs> i i guess i get it and yeah. it, it it is better than nothing i guess but it's still like really bizarre it, it feels like arts and music is at the lowest of the bottom of the totem pole and nobody's really talking about it at all. Like with the last ones, the people are really checking for. And it kind of sucks because I know music helps so many people in so many different ways. It heals them and yeah. shit, you know? Like, And I get like Disneyland, they want Disneyland open because that's America's happy place and people feel happy in their hearts, feel with joy when they go there. But I feel the same way about going to a show. No, you know, it's true. You know, but that's a big multi-million dollar business, so I get it. It's not like... No, but it is humans are social animals. Like we... Yeah. we, we we do well when we get close to each other and we spend time time around each other, and and that's the hardest thing with COVID. Like th those opportunities to do that, are like they're very few and far between, if 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 any. Yeah. Do you guys feel like you ever took your career for for granted, being locked down for nine months now? Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> you? Yeah. I mean, I like Scott was saying. I don't miss traveling, like the actual going to an airport, sitting there for hours to <laughs> yeah. check in. You know, bags. You know, all that. Oh yeah. I, Anxiety. I hate that. Yeah. it's the yeah. worst part and Look. i don't miss that but um i would love to see a show as well you know i'd love you know but not I, feel the responsibility to have to play one right now you yeah mean? i mean yeah. i honestly you know i I'm, I'm looking forward to it but you know it really brings out a lot of other things you know being in this lockdown and i think it's great if you can get together with like a small group of friends that you know are in your proximity that are like that you can see like-minded mm -hmm. and 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 really hang out with that small core people can really alleviate that tension that you have of anxiety that builds up from not seeing a lot of people. Yeah. Um, if you have a small group and they're a great group, then you can roll with them throughout this whole lockout or mm -hmm. lockdown or whatever yeah. um, and stay safe. You know, if you know those people, you know where they're going and, and, and kind of keep in that way, keeping your sanity because going out into big public venues and things like that is just kind of killing the whole thing you know it's like going back again lockdown yeah. because everyone's all yeah you know i saw germany's on lockdown starting monday complete lockdown everything's closed again. right i mean i know it sucks one but... step forward two steps back <laughs> um, but it's but true you, though you know it's it's really you got to really think about other people around you it's not about just you you know it's about keeping other people as well safe and it's very real you know, it's it's happening. There's people that we know within the industry that have almost died, mm -hmm. um, are still suffering, uh, who have recovered. You know, it exists. You know, it's very real. And, and until it touches you, you know, it seems oblivious. Like you're like, oh, this doesn't exist. But it's it's there. You know, you can't see it yeah. or anything. And that's what makes it so difficult for people to get their head around. Like, is this really happening? Mm -hmm. And all these, you know, weird conspiracies come out of that. Yeah. Not knowing and things that are out of your control, 
you know, things are just so huge, you know, it's just impossible to imagine, but those things do happen in life. Yeah. It's a really good point. Actually. It's, it's, I feel like we're being forced to like read up and, and watch things and both sides and facts and fake news and conspiracies, all that's in your face all day long, every single day. It's good to pay attention to what's going mm-hmm. on and, and not, you know, really do your research, you know, really don't take everything at face value. You know, it's, were you scared of getting it on with your condition? Nah, not at all. I mean, I mean, like I'm, I'm relatively low risk and the medication that I'm on for my condition, PNH is actually somewhat protective against the worst aspects of, of COVID. So, wow. so the damage to the lungs from COVID is from your body's own complement proteins overreacting. The, the medication I'm on is a complement protein inhibitor. So my complement proteins actually won't do anything if I Damn. get COVID. The downside to that is I have zero natural immunity to meningitis. So if I run into someone with meningitis, it's a, it's, it's a wrap. Wow. You know, oh, it's a trip to the hospital. It's, it's yeah, a problem. Yeah. You've heard that, people. Yeah. Anyone with meningitis, stay, stay away from Adam. Yeah, if you have meningitis, please, please, Back off. please Back stay away. Off. Um, so, so not so much, but my biggest fear is getting it and giving it to someone that is high risk. So yeah. that, that's kind of my, my main motivation for, you know, doing all the right things in the right way. Yeah. How about you, Scott? Well, I heard you say, I was listening to your podcast with the guy from Sugar Ray Mark yesterday. McGrath, what up, Mark? Mark? And you said the only people you know that had it was someone in New York City? Yeah. Well, I had it really bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You have the antibodies? Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. Oh my God, give me your blood. Mark, Mark, McGrath had, Mark had it too as well. Um, wow, dude. Tell yeah, us. Yeah, I, t- I talked about this on like a few podcasts. Well, not uh, this one. So um, <laughs> all right, here's Scott the- survivor. So Woo! I wanted to say that um, what Derek was saying, I'm so antisocial that not seeing people doesn't affect me at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm like- So you're loving this shit. I, I don't- Really, I mean, the only you've thing... You've always been a homebody. Yeah, the only things that I... Like, every day I take a walk in the morning, I yeah. take a bike ride, so I'm I'm not, like, a shut-in, but I think touring so... Terror tours so much hard. that for 20 years, I think it's just made me this, when I can have my own time, I'll take it. So that still, it hasn't affected me. So still, I'm, I'm cool with <laughs> staying away from people. Yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> How did the bug feel? Let me ke- tell you, because it's crazy. And it, that we're talking six months later, and I'm still fucked up from it. Wow. Wow. So March, let's say all these dates are a little fuzzy. It's okay. March 1st, Terror did a tour on the East Coast. Oh. Terror, Kublai Khan, uh, Magnitude, and Restraining Order. Okay. The, that was like a two-week tour on the East Coast, grimy little clubs. This is when COVID started really heating up. Okay. We're all making jokes like, I'm going to get it. I got it. Wow. But we got through the tour. The last show was in Cincinnati. The last weekend was like a somewhere Cleveland, Cincinnati. We heard those three shows were going to get canceled. They didn't. They happened. The the morning after the last show in Cincinnati, I got my own hotel room and flew home. That morning I woke up and had like a congestion in my... And of course, in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe I have it. But, you know, on tour, I don't know about you guys, but I always get sick on tour. Like pretty, you know, like a cold. I flew home. 
let's say from March 14th to April 1st, I was the sickest I've ever been in my life. I slept on the couch. I It never went into my lungs. It was all in my sinuses wow. and I had like a really bad um, sinus infection like headache. headache okay and i was weak i had a fever i had diarrhea wow wow towards the end of this you know usually you get a flu and like four days later you're okay so i'm i'm telling my girlfriend i got it i'm dying i got it i'm dying and i felt horrible body aches all that shit it was bad and it's i told her i was going to go to the emergency room I put, I got a coat, I put my charger, my phone, I was going to go to the emergency room and then I just changed my mind. Oh, the reason I was going to do that is because this, this is the biggest problem. My left ear plugged up. Oh, maybe tell me that. Back so my left ear plugged up and that was like, it felt crazy. So I was going to go to the emergency room and instead I did a... Uh, urgent care like facetime appointment a tele tele something Mm -hmm. so i called the doctor told him all this he gave me like uh like oral steroids and an antibiotic and as soon as i started taking that i felt better within a week so i don't know if it was the timing of two weeks or what he gave me yeah it went away and i started to feel better and i was like fuck it whatever that was i'm better so the whole month of april felt great May 1st, let's say, my ear came back. Called the same doctor, gave me the same thing, it went away. Let's say another month later, it came back. He was like, now this is a real problem. You need to go to ear. Everything else about me feels fine. But the thing is, when your ear is plugged up, you feel a little dizzy. Yeah, so water in the ear. So you're a little bit off. So Equilibrium. Yeah. And that third time, so let's say June 1st, my ear is still plugged. I've gone to, I don't know. And also I've taken, I have antibodies, so I definitely had it. I've taken, I get the antibody, I'm doing it again on Sunday. I get it like every three weeks just because I want to know that I still have them. Wow. Um, But so the first ear, nose, and throat doctor I went to did a a surgery where they straightened my septum. I remember that shit. They they do this uh, balloon dilation where through your nose they put this device in it like, pushes open your sinuses it was fucking brutal and it didn't fix my ear then they put a fucking tube in my eardrum so they punctured a little two a little hole in my eardrum and put a tube so like air could regulate and none of this shit has worked and i'm i'm now going to a place in la called the house clinic which is supposed to be the greatest ear place in the world so you're still fucked yeah i've taken every test and they're just like we wow, don't know. Like man, either it's nerve damage, like the, the 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 inflammation fucked with my nerves, and like and that's so, from COVID. I mean, yeah. I mean, it all happened from it, and so my ear has been plugged for six months. Dude, I've gone through surgeries. That. So anyone out there that is not being safe, I would urge you to listen to what I just said. Um, I'm 47, so I'm a little bit older. I have a gut, so I'm not the perfectly in health. But I've also toured for 20 years yeah. and been in the dirtiest places and got every flu and fought through everything. And this thing fucked me up. It was definitely the sickest I've ever been. And I just worry. That's why, I, for me, I'm not, you know, great I have antibodies 
is that mean I'm a hundred percent bulletproof? I'm not going to take that chance. And once they go away, I'm not willing to get it again and fuck my other ear up. So for me, it's a super clear cut answer. I'm not going near anyone. I'm not fucking going and playing any show. Wow. Because if I lose my other ear, it's fucked. Right. So you lost your sense of smell and taste as well. I didn't. I don't That's think I did. One. Wow, crazy. man. Yeah. This is fucking broken I, I have down, a confession. I, I think that I had it as well, but I... Get the test, bro. I am going to have to get the test because I'm curious because I'm all, I'm certain that my girl had it. And your girl when, didn't get it though, right? No. Interesting. I, See, I was so scared that I just tried my best to stay the fuck away from her. And awesome. She was telling me, oh, you're crazy. You don't have it. You don't have it. And I didn't want to say, yes, I do. Did you get the mm-hmm. nose swab, the first one? When I got the surgery um, for my sinus, my ear, I had to get a nose swab. So when I had COVID, I couldn't get a test. You couldn't get one. Back then. But to get the surgery, you have to get the test. Mm. Excuse me, because the doctors want to make sure you don't have it. And I got the nose swab, and that shit was brutal. I heard. I had had the nose swab. You did that too? Yeah, I've had three tests so far. I've had four tasks because yeah. my son's super paranoid. Derek had none, actually. Yeah, I had none. get one, bro. I was in Brazil when everything was like kind of slowly happening. So in Brazil and America, total denial was going on in the yeah. very beginning of January, February, total denial. Um, people were joking, you know, like, oh, you know, COVID and everything. But what was happening in Brazil as it was spreading and nobody knowing about it because they had leaders that were really taking it seriously. And this is a fact. Um, it was being spread all over and there was carnival going on. So my girl came to Brazil from Belarus, stopping in Germany for six or seven hours in the airport. That's where I believe she got it. Came to Brazil was sick a day after the trip, all the symptoms of like fever um, this it, COVID wasn't really like talked about so much in Brazil. Like I said, it was like kind of laid to the side, like, ah, mm, flu, like not until, so until the president got it there. Yeah. Much later. Yeah. But then he was already like, ah, it's a joke. It's just, a, you know, it's not common day flu. And so my girl is sick in bed, not moving, pain, sweating tremendously, like super fever. And I was like, okay, getting all this medication, nothing working for four days, you know? And, I was starting to get worried. I was like, wow, you know, is it, she, she lost her taste, yeah. everything. She's like, this is weird, you know? And and I started to feel a little bit weird and I was going to the gym. You didn't stop I, going, right? It, it, no, I was like, ah, I was like, oh, the stairs are really hard today. Like I'm trying to do the stairs. My, it's really hard to get that air. But I didn't have the symptoms of hers, like fever and sweating or headache or, but then I started to lose my taste. Um, you had that shit. and then I was like oh this is weird my stomach was weird I, my appetite was really off and I never get sick so this was really bizarre yeah. to me I was like this is bizarre like I never get sick on tour or 20 years of traveling or anything me either, man. Good with never oh, fuck, I never always like, get sick I'm common cold mm. nothing Ugh. so I was like oh this is weird but I wasn't as bad as she was she started to feel better and I was like oh my god finally by then, we had already been isolating ourselves just because I was taking care of her. Yeah. Carnival was going on. People were like in the street, just like, ah! it's like a huge <laughs> COVID party. You know, people like proximity, like right next to each other, yeah. drinking, getting completely wasted for a week. 
exploding in it. You know, every day people partying. So imagine yeah. that's being passed around. Like you were saying, you were coming back from somewhere and just imagine all the people, you know, you came in contact with possibly could have passed it to them, yeah. which was what was happening in the U.S. Everyone was getting it, not even knowing it. It was the same was happening in Brazil, but on a huge scale. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it was time to leave. I was like, okay, they're closing everything and it started to become more serious. And I came back to the U.S. and everything was in lockdown. It was like a movie, you know, people in suits, hazmat suits at the and airport. And I was like, oh, my God, you fuck. know, like, this is some real... And now yeah. I feel bad, I feel bad with Derek because he hasn't seen his son or your lady in like months, right? Yeah, that was the last time. Crazy, that was in mid March, you know, and it's wow. just been like impossible to to go anywhere or do anything. But I was really, you know, it was it's frightening, you know, when you have people that are when you don't know what's really going on and you don't have the proper information. And I really feel that was such a big ball drop of our country being so far behind and testing and tracing. And all that. It was just like completely not prepared at all. And the documentary that's out right now is crazy. What's that doc called? Uh, on Netflix. It's really crazy, man. I told you about it, right? Yeah, you said. I, it's a timeline from the yet, Wuhan, yeah. Wuhan doctor to the Seattle doctor and the, and the time in between with the, not the proper stuff. And it's, this, this ruins my whole theory that I had a conversation. I'm not going to say his name. Somebody from our world said he thinks that people in hardcore punk bands were immune to this because we huh. traveled and played CBs, just all the shit traveling. That's not true. I mean, shitty venue sharing mic because we, we collect germs. Like we put the mic out. And yeah, kind of we're, spit on we're it some germy people. Yeah. So, that is, so you getting it ruins well, the whole theory of that. Well, I know not invincible. along with a bunch of other bands like Death Angel, like the drummer yeah. almost died. They were on tour together and uh, Exodus, I think they were on tour as well. And, and Gary, Ga had Gary had yeah. and, and Testament guys, like half of the crew. I know another member of Terror that had it. I don't want to really put their business out there. Yeah. I know a very popular hardcore band from the U.S. that several members of the band had it. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so I know. So I know they've been through it, they're good. They've been through it as well. Nick at... Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, let's take it off that note. Okay, so let's talk some positive shit. So, what do you think? Besides, I know Derek. Derek, you started cooking on this thing. You started becoming. You started learning how to cook on this thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of knew how to cook, but I just started cooking. But you're really more. focusing on it. Yeah, I mean, just being at home, and I was like, you know what? There's everything is closed, and uh, it was fantastic. You know, getting back into that recipes and everything was a lot of fun like really for me it was you know i felt healthier what's your dish well there's a few different dishes <laughs> that i was <laughs> really, lentil soup's banging that is definitely banging that has soup. to be it thank you toby the soup lentil, lentil, lentil soup. red lentil soup which mm. is all vegetables and it takes a while to do the preparation but when it's done it lasts for like a week you know put it in your refrigerator heat it up and it's even Bang. better you know, it's better it's really when it's sitting there. So it's like hearty. I like that. You know, word. hearty is right. Yeah. It's like potatoes and sweet potatoes and lentils and just all natural, just real goodness. And I gave you a few samples of yeah, that. It was great. And then also, you, you were part of the big trend was all over social media. Everybody's making banana bread. <laughs> you start, everybody's making banana bread. During this like banana bread was like I, I can everybody make that with my eyes closed. Banana bread, banana pancakes, muffins. 
then like cakes, and then I moved on to other like <laughs> pasta recipes using different types of pasta, then posting and <laughs> p- taking photos and everything. So, what about you, Blake? Anything new that you, you, you learned about yourself in lockdown that you'd never done before? Anything new that I've learned about myself in lockdown? <laughs> no, not really. Um, just because, like, like I, I'm similar to Scott. I'm, I'm very much a homebody when I'm not on tour, so I'm just kind of life rolls on. I mean, I, I like I'm I'm good with 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 the small stuff you know yeah. what i mean staying home is there any, is there any new muscle you worked on I've, uh, always <laughs> new muscles always new muscles always new saying. muscles yeah yeah so 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 actually actually currently i am uh, i'm trying to put on muscle because i'm a bit scrawny i lost like a lot of weight when i went through the pnh thing back yeah, in november right. and i'm trying to get that back so one You're of the great, best things, man. yeah. Thank you. One of the best things you can do is you as you get in that kind of forty to fifty range is dedicate a little bit of time every year or two to just put it on muscle because you're going to be losing it because of aging, mm. and do your best to just kind of keep keep as much as you have for as long as possible. Yeah. What is your secret? You're forty six now, and you fucking looks. Honestly, shit. my secret is starting late. Okay. Like I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't. Like I was a real. There's real, still hope for me. Yeah, oh, for yeah. Sure. I was, I was a real mess until like late thirties, you know. And okay. then, then I got my shit together, and and so I never really broke myself down as a as a young person. I was never an athlete, mm. so so coming to it late and having that kind of maturity about it, like never trying to, never trying to impress anybody else. Just kind of do my thing, but do it consistently over the long haul. It's, it's worked out great for me. And you just celebrate ten years sobriety. Uh, 10 years sobriety no <laughs> funnily enough <I'm> just, <laughs> i knew funnily enough, i knew yeah. this, where this September was going. scott was the last guy i got drunk with are you oh, fucking serious wow. i thought i was tall in japan no i, I got I, we were on tour was with uh, we, no, we were on tour with tall in japan and we got hammered but when the night i got back to new york scott was in town and we went out and we did i, I believe we refer to it as a bloody mary massacre and we <laughs> went to dive bars the grimiest dive oh, bars really? just Man. getting the places you don't get Bloody Marys, right. we went to all those places and just hammered Bloody Marys <laughs> for the entire night. That was the last night. time you drank? That was the last time I drank. Holy shit. Yeah. I wish that was the last time I drank. <laughs> Something I was thinking, which reminded me, um, I wonder if I was so sick from COVID because I was on tour and you're immune. I don't know if this is uh, medically correct, right, right. but I wonder if my immune system was already down so 100%, low. 100%, dude. Definitely. And course. then when it got into my system, yeah. I just, it so, just beat me you. up. Yeah. So, so look, look at like shitty the th- sleep. Look at the, yeah, yeah. Like bad sleep's going to compromise your immune system. Poor nutrition is going to compromise your immune system. That's tour. Yeah. Bad food, no sleep. And so, top of that with alcohol. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Him. <laughs> in theory, if I got it right now, I would have fought it off better because my immune system. It's hard, it's it's hard, hard to say. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe he's, he's well rested. Yeah, he's maybe he would have had. It, he would. He would have been set up better for I sure. So. Absolutely, that's yeah. fucking crazy. That's but it sounds like that yeah. ear thing is just. Yeah, that's just a weird thing, man. Yeah, yeah but some true. people having different effects from this too. There's different that's weird true. side effects that a last lot of people longer have different than they're supposed to. Yeah, that's what uh, the Sugar Ray guy was saying. His doctor said, "Yeah, Mark, every single person like, because I've gone to so many ear doctors." And ex like ear specialists, and they're not saying like a lot of people have this ear problem. But I, I know for me, it was all in my sinuses. My ear at the end of it went, got plugged. So it has to be a result of that. Yeah, that's crazy. I knew you had Fuck that. this world. Is, is, is there like a stress for any of you guys that we play music so much? Obviously, we do other things, but not 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 that we didn't have Plan Bs in our lives. But music is our life, and Obviously, we have other hustles, but to be s- stopped right now for this long, it was is it scary about the future for anybody. You, Scott, anybody in here about not play, like the thought maybe we never play music again? 
Does that cross your mind? Like it might not happen. No, we either. will always play music. Toby. <laughs> always. But I'm just saying having no control because this is the first time we've all, all, all of our friends have all been affected and we can't play music. There's been so many things this, this whole world's been through, but this is the one that everybody's fucking locked. And we're the main ones, like the, not the main ones, but we're the last ones to know what's going to happen. I think it's just temporary. You know, it's yeah. really, honestly, I mean, things are going to change. There was pandemics that existed before this one. And the world has survived and people have survived and moved on and moved forward. The more we know about what's going on with this pandemic and this virus and everything, we're learning and we can change. You know, things are going to change. They're changing every day. So, But do you think music will be normal again? People can be on I, I think it will be different. It won't be the same. I think everything, you know, will be a it little bit different. It will never be a social distance in, in, in a pit at a show. No, no, no. I mean, social distancing, it, it's... I mean, for now, that's a reality, but I, yeah. I don't think it will always be that way. I just think, you know, people are going to move forward in a different way and it will get back to some type of uh, sanity. If you, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very optimistic about that. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Adam said a good thing, like we talked about earlier, like, yeah, we go on tour. Once we get there, it's hard leaving your families. You're on that fucking flight, customs, and you get there and... They were sitting in the backstage and it's like shitty catering and it oh, smells like shit and it's hot in there. Jesus. I mean, I'm always talking about that. <laughs> that that's what I mean. I'm kind of losing <laughs> right. our minds. Yeah. And Adam's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm going to go on a fucking 30 mile walk. And then, like, you come back and then you play your show. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I don't know. It's like, I would give anything to yeah. be in a shitty backstage. But, but like, right like there's, 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 a, there's a few factors in play, right? You've got the internal game, which is like one of the things that makes life, life interesting or home life interesting is that you do get to go away and come back to it. So you kind of get this yeah. like freshen up. So there's there's a Very certain true. amount of, of, for want of a better word, deep work you've had to do to, to kind of deal with that. That's what kept my marriage going, yeah. leaving yeah. and coming back. That right. essentially like now well, you I've don't have that, that like letting the steam times. out, so to speak. The second thing that could happen is obviously some venues aren't going to survive this. Yeah, man. And then what you're going to have is when they do say, you know, everyone back, we can go, the amount of bands that are going to be trying to squeeze in Oof. to the venues yeah. that remain... Really it, like it, you might be, you might be ready to tour, but you might not be able to get a tour booked. That's facts for like for quite a long period. Maybe next of time. year could be a wrap too. Twenty twenty one for uh, all the bands trying to play. Well, shows that's a very it, it's very possible. Very yeah. possible. I mean, especially when I mean people haven't talked yeah. about insurance as well. Yeah, I want and this that's terror wisdom H two O tour to happen in Europe, yeah. man. April that was a fantasy. And that would have been amazing. Putting the juju out there in the world, we've been talking about it, man. Yeah, that'd be so sick, but. We have no control over that. You know? And, yeah. and it, it's different for like a band, like say like a Coldplay. Coldplay can p play to a 25 capacity filled room and make it work. Like, just I would the, see them in the car. I'd yeah, see my car but the economic there. realities of being in a hardcore band, you can't do a tour of 25% full rooms. Can't. Even though we have. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we're not wanting We to. have, but we didn't want to. Um, you, you know what I mean? Like, like and, and actually make it, make, uh, make it work from both the band and the promoter standpoint. So there's a lot of things that have to come together before we'll all be back out living like we used to. Insurance. Insurance. That's one that's thing. That's the too, biggest yeah. thing. You know, yeah. these clubs aren't going to be doing anything unless they're able to get insured. Yeah. And a lot of insurance companies don't know how to go about that. You know, so... Yeah, it's going to be... And really, really, it looks like the only way through this ultimately is is some kind of like global vaccination. vaccination and then right. you have a bunch of people that just are just like all sketched out about that. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's, like, shoot it in my ear right now. Yeah. Like a mandatory one to fly and travel or something. Yeah, like, right. like you know, like you'll have your card. Like I'm good, I got yeah. vaccinated. I can go anywhere I want now. Mm -hmm. I, one thought... Here's two different thoughts that I have. Part of this has... I'm super... Uh, organized yeah. lists 
You do have about this. I got to do this today. I got to do this in my life. I got to do this for the band. Terror has to do this. That's all been wiped out, which is a positive thing for me. I still do my daily things, but all the plans I had are eliminated, which is somewhat a good thing for someone as... Are you OCD? I'm just extremely organized but that's yeah. that's the way i get everything done but it's also very unhealthy i think so this whole thing has taught me that like you know like vitalo terror's manager i'm always we got to do this we got to do that we got to do this we got to do that we got to do that we got to do this that's all out the window which is super healthy for me and your question about will we ever play music again like i'm we're all pretty fucking old and have been doing this for so long and I think I've kind of sometimes said, I fucking hate touring. I fucking hate doing this, but I'm going to just keep doing this because this is all I have and I'm going to keep going. Somehow, I'm, I'm not like God person, but somehow I've kind of stepped back and said, whatever comes my way, if this is like something that makes my whole life pivot and I have to go in a different direction, then I'm, I just have to do that. Wow, so, I love that. You know, there's, terms that, yeah. there's been times when my back was so fucked up I'm like I'm never gonna play a show again what the hell am I gonna do but somehow I get through it and still play shows so right now I'm just kind of the only thing that sucks is I've saved money for when I'm too old to play shows Mm -hmm. and I'm burning through it so that's kind of scary but yeah I mean this is the first time in my life that we are also, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to say, I got unemployment. I'm 50 years old. I've had unemployment my entire life. You know what I mean? It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it was like, the same. I, I just, it was really helpful, man. It was really, it was, I never took it my whole life. And yeah, it was, it was really helpful. I, I actually did at one point take it before when I got fired from Fat Farm. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I got fired and uh, I got unemployment and I got a, you know, actually, Russell took care of me like after I got fired I got like a lot of money back nice. pay from not taking vacation for two years oh shit and so uh, that helped but yeah I mean we pay a lot in taxes and stuff like that and you know I don't feel too bad because I paid so you know for 20 years of like putting in putting in and yeah right. it's supposed to work that way you know this is a time that we definitely need and it's helped but you guys were told you couldn't work wasn't right. a choice anybody made. Yeah, so like, yeah. you can't go on tour. So yeah, it was a- yeah, and we still can. So yeah. we keep filling those things out every week, whatever. Like, oh, any work coming up or anything like that? But you know, you know, when it comes comes to to music, kind kind of the way that, and I thought about this the other day. It's like if if I don't get to play music again, it'll be sad, but I'm going to be always grateful that I got to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? That I'm I'm grateful that it was a big part of my life. And if it doesn't come back, and I you know once again that would be would be sad, but Fuck, man, we, we've got to do some pretty incredible stuff. But if it doesn't come back for you, that means it doesn't come back for the whole world. And no, there's no... Well, yeah, of course, of course. The whole world but it depends how long... I mean, you know, it depends how long this, this thing lasts, yeah. right? I mean, you know, and, and what it looks like when it comes back. Because like we're saying, like, some bands, certain kinds of music, they can, they can do a quarter full venue with everyone sitting at tables and chairs, and it would be a really good show. For our kind of music, that's just fucking weird. It just point, doesn't actually. make sense. <laughs> like drive-through shows can work for certain bands. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah certain kinds sure. of music, it's, it's actually really, really good. Take like your wife for, in but, a car and go see Adele or something. Yeah. Like but but or what we do, the, the very nature of what we do is that the band and the audience are doing it together as, you know, as one. And, <laughs> uh, 
and oh, and if you can't have that then is that that's like then you don't have hardcore really if it's like we're we're that on stage true. and you're sitting at chairs in your little pens just watching us it's dead weird you want to feel really sick real quick toby sure think about your microphone at a oh two-week tour just think about every germ coming in and out of that you wipe it off every night uh, apparently not enough because <laughs> <laughs> you know, rusty has these wipes every night wipes it oh, off and like so, gross. Oh, so, so yeah we're germ we pretty much you have your germ. own mic the blood right, stains you don't yeah. you bring your own mics right yeah. doesn't matter people still spitting on it and still. that's the real that's the real blood sweat and tears of hardcore right there i'm not giving my microphone to anybody i'll give mine to anybody yeah we give you chill but we do this out every night bro i know that's i mean we're in a bigger band on big stage with barricades the barricade things i had to get used to the barricade thing because i was coming from like the hardcore punk scene I and I was like I what's up with this these barricade guys we gotta get rid of them they're like uh, we had somebody die at our show mm-hmm. and I was like okay yeah barricades you know it was like really a long time ago that it happened with them and, and just can't really take the chance yeah. but um yeah, I'm definitely even without a barricade. I don't know if I'm giving anyone my microphone though. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be different. Down, the downfall of life. Yeah. Another here's another thought of mine, which is going against a lot of the things I said because I'm not trying to play a show until it's safe. Totally. But I think uh, one thing I'm thankful about terror is we're still after 20 years willing to fucking play anywhere. So if the law is this venue won't do this and needs insurance. We'll fucking play in someone's fucking basement. Yeah. yeah. Drop of the dime or, yeah. or a sure. VFW hall or, you know, some squat in Europe or something like that. So <laughs> yeah. that's one hopeful thing, but I'm not doing that till it's safe. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see if those two things yeah. ever and line like, up. Who, who's going to be the test? Who's the first band going to throw out there to test it? Test the water. I'm sure like, there'll be a lot of bands. Yeah. Be able to yeah. I, I look at, I look at like the, the, it's like, Touring like taking the vaccine. I was going to say I'm that. not going to be the first on the line. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I want to be kind of in the middle, early middle maybe. Yeah, yeah it's know? like kind of like I, buying I the, the new iPhone, yeah. you know? you're not. I don't want to be the guy that buys the first yeah. one. some reviews. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I want to get the reviews and then, you know, they'll do the tweaks and then I'll go back on the Exactly. Uh, Rob from Born From Pain told me they played some shows in Europe recently, like within the last couple months. Really? That's insane. Uh, it's a regular show? Open air in uh, like not a not a main country like Germany or something. He I can't remember. Maybe Czech. I think Czech Republic. Maybe. And he said uh, the show went good. No one got sick. There it was open air, but it and it was also restricted. But he said they took a lot of shit online from kids being like this is mad irresponsible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So So that's 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 the tricky part, man. Yep. it's really tricky too because like my girlfriend's business, it was like a like I guess you'd call it a high end boutique. Obviously, they told her they were closing and she got unemployment. And long story short, this family that has opened this business and lived off this business for years that have ch- a child, they lost their business. They lost the building. It it, wow. it no longer exists. So sometimes it's hard for me to. Tell people you're right. a fucking asshole for going to work and opening your business because if you can't feed your child, what do you do? But yeah. then I feel my ear pressure for six months later and I'm like, it's not worth it. So it's like this mind fuck. Like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if yeah. you don't. Yeah. Have you looked up any um, 
uh, COVID stuff that has to do with the ear. That, so it's not yeah. just... Ton, I, I Google okay. it all the time. So it happens to other people. It is, but it's not like a... Uh, Main symptom. Right. It's not something that bing comes up like all the time. So That's a crazy after effect, man. Yeah, Especially doing music and stuff, your ears and shit. Your ears are fucked too, right, Um. Well, my hearing's fucked, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I did a hearing test and I thought she was kidding. She's like, you hear this frequency? Burr. I'm like, yeah, you hear this one? Burp. She's like, how about this one? Nothing. How about this one? <laughs> I'm like, she fucking yeah. with me? Yeah, I, I lost like a whole bunch. I think it's from uh, the symbols primarily, like the... Mm. the Thanks. The high frequency. From thanks, the Todd. Friend. Yeah, thanks, TF. Appreciate it. <laughs> it is crazy. There's no retirement planned or four no, days if no. for what we do. It's ridiculous. You know, there should. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised somebody hasn't put something together for. Shout out artists. to Music Cares though. Music Cares came through. Music Care money yeah. for bands. Yeah, the did come through. A lot of my true. Early on, they did. But I, I've always thought that there should be some type of organization that helps musicians you know artists in retirement and place you know helping them to have some type of comfortable retirement you know uh noriega or no yeah noriega's podcast yeah drink, drink, champs. drink champs he often talks about there should be like if you put so much time into hip-hop then you should get some sort of retirement plan health yeah, insurance man. and stuff like that so yeah. i agree man bring that over this way it's nori like a music union you know everyone pays their dues and then the end you know, it takes care of you. I mean, yeah. it would be something that could be put together. I don't see why not. Maybe that's something you could talk to Music Cares about, about a different division of that. Right, right. they've been really helpful with a lot of people, like, for rehabilitation and stuff like that. I think, I think there's going to be a lot of things being discussed when oh, we start I hope returning so. to whatever normalcy we're going to, you know. Yeah, Leave Home be- Booking started Save Our Stages, Stormy Shepard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, going to get, they're going, like, to the, um, they're going to Congress about it. I think it's, you know, something that can you know, be put together, you know, with the, I, it's something that's definitely needed. You know? Yeah. Is there some new music you guys been listening to during the lockdown? Like some new shit? Is it a Benny shirt? Podcast. It's a West Side Gun. West Side Gun, that's um, right. Music Care has definitely helped me yeah. with my back, so thank you to oh, them. Oh, wow, awesome, man. New mu- I just really listened to podcasts, and I've been, cool. I've been listening to a lot of weak stuff, like Sunday Day Real Estate and stuff like that. Like uh, Scott likes you. He doesn't think you're weak. He just thinks it's mellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's so weak. I'm listening I to like it. This well, weak I, think, stuff. I think people think I listen to Madball 24 yeah. hours a day. So that, breaking, like, You're breaking the Hulk or kissing yeah. us right now. That, <laughs> let's talk about it, man, because me and Freddie talk about this the whole time. Like fucking listen to Cranberries in the Sundays with Isaac on tour. Fucking Freddie Mapple turning me on to Coldplay. People have it twisted that we all listen to hard music all day long, dude. I don't you, know you about live you. It, you I play don't. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you love hot water music, man. Best band ever. Yeah. What about you? What are you listening to? Uh, the last record that I actually like listened to in its entirety as like wanting to hear new music was a record was a record by this British artist called Stormzy. Okay. He's like a British rapper, but it's like a weird. I think it's called Grime. It's like a weird, very British style. And I was like, I, I'm on a bit of a, of like a, of a, I think it's my midlife crisis. I'm, I'm getting super English <laughs> again. Like I'm watching soccer again and I'm eating Sick. all the English candies again and I saw that so and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so I listened to that and I didn't get it yet. I got to listen to it again. I think it's, it's super, super English. Is it like, like that guy, the streets? Isn't he like it's like it's it's more street than the streets. <laughs> but how do it's I more get, the how do street? I, how do I get subtitles on my phone and try and listen to that music? Because I don't know. Like, if you subtitles, if if you if you find out, please tell me because I picked out like maybe one word out of every third. The accents are insane. Oh, it's bonkers, man. bonkers. Um, even like Scotland's even worse. I'll go. We'll go there, and someone will say a sentence to me in English, and I'll be like. 
Excuse me? What? <laughs> yeah. I didn't get one word of that. There's like 14 different dialects in England, and England's like the size of, of half of Texas. There's a lot, man. <laughs> yeah. I, li- I like the New Public Enemy. Some really great songs. There's a New few Public good Enemy. tracks on that. That's a good record. It's really good. Yes. I, lo- I love the Angel Dust three songs. I love those songs, man. Like, nice. They make me happy. They're super melodic, <laughs> and I love, 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 I love it. I love that. Uh, uh, you know what I do? Have, you know what I do things. have to say? I was really surprised by the Machine Gun Kelly record. Really? Because I was, I was on that punk, punk rock, cool guy shit. I'm like, this is gonna, this guy's doing a pop punk record, whatever. I listened to it, and I was like, ah, oh, not right. bad. I like to do Deftones too. Yeah, new Deftones. New Deftones is one of those records. It took a little work. I mean, first time I heard it, I'm like, whoa, I got to listen to this again. Shout a couple of listens in, I'm Chino's like, listening right now. Cu- a couple Chino. of listens in, I was like, all right, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I think those are the good records, the ones that you don't get the first time you hear through them. You got to kind of play them a few times yeah, to, to it, let man. it seep in. Yeah. It's got a great vibe. I listened man. to that all driving home from hanging out with you, actually. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Derek? Oh, you listen to Yeah, yeah I was just looking at my uh, Spotify. <laughs> just because I always get asked this question. I never know. Let's see. I have some crazy stuff here. I don't know. Like, Run the Jewels. Oh yeah, New Lewis nice. Run the Jewels record is great. That, that was amazing. That was that came out during this whole. That's one of the best hip hop records of the year. I'd say. I, I would vote it as being the best. Except, so far. The, tell me about the Buffalo. Those groups. Those guys are all Griselda and all that. Fucking. Uh, here's a crazy thing that I did in this lockdown. I. I don't want to like give myself too much credit, but I would. I got into West Side Gun really early, just because he's from Buffalo. He's a Buffalo artist and crushing it, Adam. I bought one of his LPs from someplace in the UK, and uh, I saw that it was on uh, Discogs. I sold his record for a thousand dollars. One what? one LP that I bought for like forty dollars. Wow. Thank you, West Side Gun. Holy shit! Yeah, so I saw you Sony shit on Depop, all your merch and stuff. Adam bought a bold. I did. I, <laughs> bold I, can't, I can't even get into that yeah. one. I love to get into that shit. Adam, Adam bought a bold sweatshirt from uh, yeah, Scott recently without did. telling him. I, I thought it was amazing. I'm uh I'm moving back to Buffalo. So. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Your girl got into college. Congratulations for her out there. So you were going around the table. Yeah. About good things that happened. That's here. It never got to me. Um, oh, what's up with that, Toby? I think, uh, I, think I took it in a negative thing about my ear exploding or something. No, oh yeah, we talked about that. Okay. Um, so, I think during this, two things happened in my household. I realized that, and this is no slight to L.A., the, the, I don't do anything in L.A. I, I never have liked the beach I don't socialize. I don't want to go to, and this is in a, this is in a COVID-free world. I don't want to go to Hollywood. I don't want to go to. I don't even want to go to sporting events or the movies anymore because there's just too many people. You still love the movies, though. Yeah, I do, but now someone just like kicks my chair. Or, yeah. oh it's my just God. like I'm so antisocial that being in LA, it doesn't matter to me anymore. You could be anywhere. Yes. At the same time, my girl, with all the social unrest, I believe, I don't want to speak for her, she came to me one day and was like, I want to go to law school. I was like, whoa, because I think she wants to like try to help people because she has a good, good heart. She's inspired, man. She has a thing with upstate New York. We've, we've kind of, she's from Philly, I'm from Buffalo. We even talked maybe like two years ago about moving to Syracuse or something because I was a little hesitant to move to Buffalo because that's like a lot for me. Yeah. I told her, hey, Buffalo has a really good law school. She applied and she got in and we were like, that's it. We're moving moving back to Buffalo. So through that, 
we just started going through my I my garage and my storage space. I have so much shit. Sneakers, mm-hmm. hoodies, bold <laughs> shirts. And it's literally like me paying money to just store this stuff. Yeah. Post that's like I bought you that poster today. Yeah, so you. I just I have so much time now. So I'll just go through my stuff and make a pile and then just a, make a little bit of money, but B, someone else will have these things. Like, I'm sure you're wearing more. that bold shirt every day. Every day, dog. Every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, I've been selling tons of stuff on Depop. I started selling furniture and just trying to get rid of everything. I'm going to put all my shit in a U-Haul. And uh, another really great thing is, like I told you earlier, my rent's going from eight, 1800 for one bedroom to 850 for That's two crazy, bedrooms. Man. I've kind of withdrawn from my family in a lot of ways just because of my mental craziness so it'll be nice to be near them a little bit and it is what it is i'm sure right now i'm telling myself that it will be nice to have some seasons and like every day i'm so sick of the heat in la but i'm if you talk to me in a couple months when i'm in the middle of a buffalo winter i might be begging for some heat but you hibernate anyway you'll be chilling inside so it's like yeah, it should be cool. You know what I mean? Like, except for your walks, it'll be brisk walks now. <laughs> yeah. You're running and shit outside in the fucking snow. Yeah. You can't stop the walk, though. I, I, do, I, do, I do miss the seasons when I see that, like, right now. But then I, the winter comes. That's one of the perks of tour, though, wasn't it? You'd, you'd get true. seasons. Right. You'd true, go to right. places yeah. and seasons, and you'd come back to paradise. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point, man. Yeah. It, it great has point. been. Maybe because I've been, this is the yeah. longest I've been home for a while, it does start to feel like Groundhog Day yeah. here every single yeah. day in the same kind of, like, it, it's like vibe. for me I was always I've always been a city kid like I grew up grew up hanging out in London and then obviously lived in New York for 17 years and one of the best things about tour was even though I live in in a relatively quiet area I live in Signal Hill which is you know sort of Long Beachy yeah um I would get to spend time in cities on the road and I miss that I miss that walking around a city going to all these fall. different yeah mm-hmm. we're even winter tours you know as, as as much as we complain when we're out there like in hindsight it was yeah nice because we know away. it's not permanent we know yeah. we're gonna be here for like two weeks we can just walk yeah. around the cities and shit yeah. Yeah, like frog in the winter and like dark I hate fucking. snow yeah I know I grew up on the lake you know and it was a tough winter it's a tough winter too. man you have no idea worse than you buffalo know. though you think it's worse than buffalo uh, man they're about the same I mean okay I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but people in Buffalo have been telling me the winters are not as bad as I remember. We'll see. But I like maybe it's too the same. Like you're saying that we've been in LA so much. Yeah. I have my fucking air conditioning on in October. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm so sad. Don't even get me started with like air conditioning bill. You know, like it's ridiculous. Dude, I got solar. Which is the way to go. That's your bill's like what? So we so so my wife my (laughs) wife loves to have the AC kick in all the time and our electric bill has not yet reached one dollar fifty for a month. Fucking crazy. It's insane. Solar. That's a great fucking spot, man. It's, It's it's solid. Has your wife tried to kill you at all since you've been on lockdown? Or not? <laughs> no, no. Actually, actually, I gotta say, I gotta say, like, I was worried at first. I'm like, you know what? Like, 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 we were it's talking true. about, like, and I, I know people in bands that have had marital issues because they were their relationship was never constant. They would be be home and then they would leave for tour and they would come Thanks, back. Man. I am super grateful that if anything, it's actually made us us even closer. So, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. with that. Yeah, for the wives to be like, hey, you tore too much. Hey, yeah. yeah. Now like okay, yeah. no, fuck man. Yeah. Like, get out of here. What you wish You're for, still sweetheart. here? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely straight. Yeah. You figure out that you know the person yeah. or not. You yeah. feel like that too, like being on top of each other. And it was crazy because I was hearing 
all these things about people having really tough times and me and my girlfriend butt heads semi often <laughs> but during like april and may i was saying to people like i can't believe how good we're getting along but then when my ear so i'll put the blame on me yeah. it was very i was very irritable I'm sure, i was very i'll take the blame like i'm sure you know like, he was very irritable get it get it that's like where i keep thinking like fuck you god like this is the time wow. where like you guys are like I'm not on tour I'm taking care of me and I'm like I'm going to the fucking doctors again and being told I can't my ear no one knows what's wrong with me why can't I enjoy this yeah it is is crazy it had an effect on you too like it's just like when you get water in your ear from the shower it's fucking annoying you know what I mean so you've been so yeah what are you gonna say are you gonna say something I saw that nah man I'm just listening yeah it's got yeah so it seems like good things are happening for everybody that we're moving forward you know yeah, man, you gotta stay positive. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, PMA, bud. Definitely, bro. <laughs> stay positive, man. All but the you time. Haven't seen, you haven't been with your lady or your kid, your son this whole fucking time. I know. If I start thinking about being yeah. tears, bro, or even like watch like certain movies where there's like kids and stuff, you like can't little fly kids. There and, or come, you can't fly they, right. they live in Brazil? No. And uh, my son lives in, in Czech Republic in Prague. And my girl lives in Belarus, which is going through Wild. like craziest protests, you know? Wild. So trying to get them out of there you know but at the same time not working an entire year you know and going through money like we were talking about you know it's like it's really have to be practical you know being able to pay like child support rent you know and everything you know on top of that it's just like you know you have to really like stretch things out and make it last because you don't know when this is going to end but i'm thankful that i you know definitely cut my head above water and and had other things going on uh besides music you know working on this tv show uh highway to health and just been editing and going through all that and recorded everything before the lockdown so that's helped you know to keep my mind focused on you know uh really supporting the people that i love from far away and knowing that this is not going to be this way forever and just staying focused on on uh, you know, getting them what they need. When would that show come out? How would it help? Um, hopefully, uh, the beginning of the new year would be great. So we're we're in the sh- shopping process right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's looking good. You know, it's a really positive show about traveling the world and plant based lifestyle. Not only about food and talking to different chefs, doctors, celebrities. Um, you know, and just so people get a glimpse of how it is to be on the road yeah, totally. and actually to be on the road uh, healthy. A lot of people have disillusions about being on the road, about just partying all the time, which that does happen with certain people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and we want to interview all different people, though. Not only everyone on our show are not only vegans or plant-based, you know, that would be yeah. boring. <laughs> yeah, we want to have a mixture of people on and... Uh, you know, it's just really exciting and fun. And this whole pandemic and everything that's happening, it really makes you think about a lot of things. And it's hard not to lose your mind and go crazy, but it, it can go in really good direction. You know, I, I think um, the whole health thing, as far as like, I know that I've been trying to stay healthy and I feel healthier than ever, you know, having the time to do these walks and to really... How much weight you lose on the COVID? Oh man, like well over... 20 so pounds Damn. not 30 Crazy, like man. i feel 
It's amazing. Like I went yeah, down hey. in size wise. Like it's like it I'm like, like a two large, extra large. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. But I feel really, really good and really focused. And I, I, I didn't have like I stopped drinking before the whole COVID thing started, just because I felt it. I was just like, you know what? This is I don't know. I'm gonna try this not drinking thing <laughs> at yeah. all. And it, and it, and that really was the game changer. Like my body was just like after months, it was like, man, thank you. You know, like my liver and and everything. And I wasn't like an everyday drinker, but it was enough. When I did drink, I was I would go hard. You know, it was like yeah. social drinker. Like we're out. I'm gonna have a drink. We're here. I'm gonna have a drink. You know. And it was the same with my guitarist too. He stopped. Just because he felt that it was dictating his life. I'm not going to go here unless they have alcohol. You know, no, that no. was like the first thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, are they going to have alcohol there? Oh, and then I'm, we're not going to go. And it was, yeah. One of the things, um, I'm the type of person that when I'm on tour, I need to drink to get through the, <laughs> the stage mostly, get on stage, which yeah. is wow. really kind of sad. And when I'm home, I never, ever drink. And the only time I would drink when I was home would be like if I go to a show and like Uh, Madball's playing or something, you know, friends of mine. So during this, it's proven to me the only, because I have have had zero desire to drink. I haven't. Are you fucking serious? Nothing at all. Wow, man. That's another thing like my brain tells me. And I'm not saying this like anyone that hears this don't take this too serious. But, but maybe <laughs> I shouldn't be on tour ever again because then I'll never drink again. And then it's obviously killing me. I've been fucking drinking 20 years straight like right. a fucking wow. psychopath. So th- these are the things where I just think like somehow, some way, good is coming out of this. So you drink the whole that- COVID. Not I don't want to at all. Is the longest yeah. you not drank for it in a long time? It's like seven months. <sighs> There's a good chance. This could wow. be yeah. the longest. Yeah, and it's, it's really like interesting. I get that like when I'm on tour, like I'm not the person that like needs to drink, but mm-hmm. it's just like when I go look at the show, whether it's packed and it's gonna be awesome or it's not gonna be awesome. I just like like I need to drink to have that energy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now when I don't like that, I'm not that like type of person that sits home and like oh, I need to drink. I'm not. I've never been like that. So like, so interesting. Is it because of nerves or something on stage? Or I something? think so. Yeah. You still get nervous, basically. I just want. I just want to be the best, and it, it's like reverse because you guys have seen me sometimes. It makes me horrible on stage. Oh, you're fun. You're you fun. know what I mean? But in my head, like, but there is some truth to it. If I have like a couple shots of vodka, like I have this ah, you have any confidence that you don't think you have? It gives me like 12 ounces Superman of strength. It's your spinach. So, but, buddy, have you ever killed the show not drunk or buzzing? <laughs> drunk of course boy. I have. I'm sure you have. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm sure you have. Like, it's all, it's all mental. It's, totally it's, all, in mental. My, it's yes. all in my head. So maybe coming back from this, you know, you'd be, you might be like a new Scott Vogel on stage. You'd be like I'll, I'll show a sober you. guy on stage. That's I'll show you one of my lists. You'll like this. So <laughs> here's one of my lists of all my positive things in my life. The nice. last one says, be strong, never drink again. Wow. So sick, that's what I want. 
That's intense, man. I'm so proud of you. Can you put something in this iced tea? Let's get this going. (laughs) (laughs) I was like the pure pressure drinker. Like I was easily like if somebody's like, come on, have a drink. I'd be like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Scott, you've always been on one. So that's that's fucking huge, man. We'll see, though. And not to blow up a spot, but Hoy's lost like 100 pounds. He looks amazing. Yeah, he looks great, man. Smoking weed. Like, I saw a post he was eating an apple today. Right. Shout, shout out to Hoya Rock. I fucking love you, Hoya Rock. Yeah, so, so proud of you. Killing like, when Mabel gets, starts playing again, they like, who the fuck is this bass player? Right, right. That's... Like, it's crazy. That's man. one like, thing I've definitely thought about, like, this whole, like, lockdown. Like, Hoy when Rock. things start up again, I want to be on top, you know? Like, oh, as yeah. far as, like... I don't. I didn't want to come from like a, a lot of shape. Yeah, come. like really, like busted up. Like, oh Jesus! Look, look at this shot, dude, on stage. Let's do this, guys. Like, let's get it on. It's just like the COVID belly and everything. I was like, oh, that's gonna be a hard road. Like, I want to be like ready to go. You know, when things do, or if not, you know, I but, just want to feel. But this is where your diet on and off tour comes comes and comes in. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. If you maintain that same lifestyle on tour than off tour. Then you should be good as far as just more working out in cardio. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh yeah, you got to like like we we, we are we are somewhat athletes on the road. I mean we we put our bodies through sure. the ringer. Oh you know God. what I mean? We got to take care of ourselves. Yeah, I, I was thinking of something you said earlier about how they and I'm, I'm not going to go any deeper. Who it was? That someone in hardcore said that we might have a natural immunity to this thing. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say this: we probably touring folk probably had a better better mental advantage than a lot of other people. When mm-hmm. this went down, because we're so used to austerity and we're so used to things turning to shit on a dime, you know what I mean? <laughs> and things falling to pieces. Great point. That when COVID happened, like, a lot of us were sort of like, we're just used to flowing with stuff a little more than, than the average person. Thriving in adversity. It's thriving in no, adversity. It's, it's true, you're right. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's totally true. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I, cancel, the power going yeah, out. Yeah, right, fucking, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, all that stuff. Van breaking down. 24-hour drive. I was going to say, those overnight <laughs> van rides, you know what I mean, that put like four years on your life. Being in areas where there's like terrorist attacks that are happening, yeah. like mm. not far away or happened in the same city and... If I, thought I had, if I thought I had to fly tomorrow, I'd get anxiety right now or had to travel. Oh, it'll be weird. Yeah, don't it's even. so weird not being on a plane started. for that long. Right? I'm with Scott. Yeah. Like, I like when it happened, lockdown, I was just like, you know, this isn't so bad. I know. You know it was like, like kind of like, the first two weeks was like I a want. snow day. You're like, this is yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a Christmas No, then I was like driving in like April, June. I was like, oh my God, yeah. I am just. You know, spend six yeah. hours cooking in the yeah. kitchen by myself, yeah. <laughs> you know, listening to music, just like <laughs> going through recipes. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, like, I don't need to be around anybody. You know, it's like really good therapy, I think. Would any of you guys do a live stream? What? <laughs> a live stream, like a, your band doing a live stream? Are you into that? We we talked about it for Keepers of the Faith. I'll, we'll see what happens. Um that makes sense. Ten years and yeah, it's like the only thing we can do. And I've seen some that are cool. If if yeah. we were to yeah. do it, it wouldn't be like acting like we're playing a show. Okay. It'd be maybe kind of jamming in a room, kind of like a practice space yeah, situation. Yeah, some shit. Yeah, I thought about that too. Um, yeah, I've seen some that I like, and I've seen some that are like not for me. And I, I think if you would have asked me in April, I'd say, Nah, that's not for us. But it's. I wouldn't mind doing it. So, just to be with like your brothers and playing the yeah. songs, and right? we'll see. Yeah, because like Jordan and Chris are coming out here, so I don't think we'd make a big production out of it. But it but might do it be, while they're in town. Yeah, it might be cool to just jam through the songs, and if people want to watch it, they can fucking watch it. I, th- I think that's smart. I'd like to do it if it was 
you know, done properly, like you said. Or well, you're I'd here like and your whole band's in Brazil. So I it's know. so fucking hard, man. It'd have to be like a big event, though. If I if we were to do it, I wouldn't want to do it if it was just, you know, ordinary. It would have to be something yeah. very special surrounding yeah. it. But I'm I'm down for it, you know. Yeah. What about you, Adam? I mean, I I personally would, I don't see much reason to do it. For I would just, I would rather wait till we can do real shows. You know what I mean? Just because like, I know... I know how we are when we do stuff like that. And it I know that it would just be a fucking mess. That's just, so? But that's how we stress, like it. You know? right. Stress mess? No, it would just be, it would just, you know. Like, it, would Terry rehearse to do it a couple of times? We don't rehearse anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so we don't like, rehearse either. Saying, like, how we do it? Because we Rusty's in Carolina, it's our friends in Jersey. Your fucking band's in Brazil. Your band's all over the place. I mean, we I can, I mean there, are, there are ways to do it. You should do there it in your to garage, yeah. Toby, and have yeah. it done and rehearse a few days. Yeah. Have, make it a whole event. Like, record the whole, like, getting together, rehearsing, eating, hanging out, I mean, and then if, do the event. Like, if, it, if it was yeah. part of something, cool. like, something bigger where there were, like, a bunch of bands doing it, I think. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Say, right. say, say, you know, like, there was, I know there was rumors of maybe a chain doing something yeah, like that. Yeah, I go play chain reaction. Bunch of bands play... You know, Save a couple of songs, reaction. like something like that would be cool. That'd be dope, right? Yeah. So let's go play there. You could even, not to cut you out of this, but you could even do like an unplugged thing with you and Rusty. Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, completely I'm giving you an out, man. <laughs> and we could do a total yeah. unplugged yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I told Josh, I was like, when I saw the thing about Chain, I'm like, why don't we just all go play at Chain and our friends can all be in the parking yeah. lot social distancing. Yeah. You can That'd do unplugged cool. with a stand up face. Sexy, sexy. Stray cats. I, I just think, like, from a personal level, like, when I see bands doing live streams. <laughs> oh, you can go on. When I see bands yeah. doing live streams, it for me, I feel like almost like I, it's not something that I enjoy watching myself. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. always like, eh. I mean, I the last one I watched, I think, was when Judge did the, their, like, big reunion. Oh, I tuned I in, you know what I mean? It was and that's cool, even but it's a like, show. There's yeah. even it's a crowd like, involved. Fuck, man. I, it's almost like, like it's like the equivalent between having sex and watching porn. You're like, God damn it. Like, I want to be there doing that. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be watching other people do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I flew out there well, for that show. That was a good one. Yeah. What you need to do then is watch the live stream, but set your bedroom up like a show and start like, you know, when you, mush, when mush, you watch mush. porn, you join in. Yeah, you can participate in You need to in your join own in way. with yep. the live stream yep. from your bedroom. <laughs> this took a totally different turn. <laughs> bedroom mosh and bed dives. All right, so I know I appreciate you guys coming. Um, <laughs> what? So we're still talking. Oh. Someone's got a dentist appointment, though. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, oh, yeah, I, that's I, right. I know Scott's time. We got a little more time with Scott. But I, I, we didn't get enough, enough to talk about it's it last time on the podcast with neither of us, but me and Scott, we're all pretty heavy hip-hop fans. <laughs> heavy hip-hop fans. <laughs> I know I know Scott loves Gangstar a lot. <laughs> me, me as well. Um, Human beatbox. How, how important is hip-hop to you guys as far as you know, growing up on it and then getting into hard? Do you think, think it goes hand-in-hand? Hand? Because I do, especially being from the East Coast. Like just where we grew up and stuff, you know what I mean? Like uh, me first. Yeah, I I was into hip hop f- before hardcore. Okay, uh, like UTFO and Houdini Escape. I loved and oh Run DMC cassettes. And then, but at the same time, I was into fucking hair metal, like Motley Crue. Yeah, I know that about you. Rat and did you have long hair? A little bit. Wow. Did you have a mullet? Did you have a mullet? Party in the back? but like, yes, kind of. Okay. (laughs) I love to see a fucking picture. (laughs) I've got this picture of me. It's, it's hold, this is such like a contradiction, but I'm holding two basketball trophies and I have a Dio shirt on and an Aussie 
painter's oh cap. Oh my god, that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> That's so crazy. is that crazy? Because I'm not all, sure. All the things are coming out on this episode. So I was a jock, a I guess that's real metal, docking, but but all like uh, Ozzy and Dio's more re- real metal. That's real metal. Rat and Cinderella, but that stuff wow. was huge. And at the same time, Run DMC and Houdini. And then I found hardcore, and I didn't give a fuck about anything except mosh pits. <laughs> <laughs> you never step up. Throughout all that, you did. Oh, of course, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. The '90s shit, like, yeah, of course. What about you? I'm growing up in England, by hip hop. So, so, so for me, um, weirdly enough, like when I was growing up, I was a metalhead, and there were kids who were into hip hop, and we didn't, you know, it was very different. And then my kind of gateway to hip hop was Anthrax. Wow. Yeah, Public and opinion. Anthrax is actually. I was thinking about this the other day. Like they had like when I was I grew up in '70s and '80s England, right? Not the most progressive environment to to become a man in you're, you're getting a you know and uh and you're still dealing with a lot of that shit from back in the day a lot of the old attitudes and i remember seeing and this is not hip-hop but it'll get to hip-hop living color open for oh, yeah. anthrax and wow. i was like i was blown away and it literally changed my paradigm on music and race like right okay. away i was like shit this dude in the day glow yellow body glove is fucking rocking my socks off and this That's doesn't make cool. any sense <laughs> and then then they did the shit with public enemy and then i went back and started listening to public enemy by themselves wow, and from that i got into you know it was like you know ice cube and i remember pa- i got the paris record and that was like fucking i remember paris that yeah. was deep lyrics you it know was. what i mean and 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 that was my kind of path to listen to hip-hop and now as an adult i appreciate hip-hop as much as i appreciate for the lyrical virtuosity i love the bass lines in hip-hop like i love the, the it's riffs it's riffs in a different in a different way sip the juice yeah it's riffs in a different way it's a different style of riffing and i love riffs so yeah, yeah that was hip-hop for me it, it really I, changed I, the way i look at the world i asked you to learn that eric being rock camera i got it i got a bunch of those down plus there. adam blake i always hate to say this but Adam Blake. his neighbor was elvis costello and his yeah he was living next door to me really lived next door to me yeah my friends and i used to used to i mean we were kids he had glasses we <laughs> called him names you know what i mean we, we yelled stuff at him but and then he, blake, i guess he got the last laugh and like headbanging up front in a thunderstruck live video ACDC. i am i mean i'm in the acd th- thunderstruck video and i also yeah. i also almost spilled a beer on ice cube shoes and lived to tell the tale so there's, yeah, yeah we it was ice cube uh agnostic <laughs> front h2o biohaz some crazy yeah festival. hate breed like wasted on stage during wu-tang too yeah i was in the photographer's pit i was the only person <laughs> in photography chest like to stage banging stage. he yeah. a beer on ice cube's foot yeah Oh, yeah, it was. God. Yeah, Cube, Cube was nice, so he was nice to us. Yeah. Wow, the moral wow. of the story is never take pills from a stranger. Yeah, I, I like that. You took pills from a stranger. Yeah, some girls just like take this. I'm like, all right, and then no, I heard it, and I was like, what was that? Yeah, it's gonna end oh up bad. What about you, Derek? Um, I started with hip hop first. Uh, with wow. as far as like Sugar Hill Gang, of course. My brother had an album, and I was fascinated by the album Sleeve, which was just like maybe blue. My wife has that original, <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah. blue original, and then the label. And I was just remember trying to memorize all the words, and I loved it. And then I started to get really into more of like rock, as far as like Rush, um, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, stuff like that, just because of a friend of mine who was playing drums. In sixth grade, we'd go to his house after school and he'd be jamming. We're like, oh my God, he could play all these songs. <laughs> um, but hip hop was like really lighthearted then, you know? Yeah. Like it was really lighthearted and you could hear it every now and then. It wasn't really on the radio so much. And then I really got into, at the same time, you know, I was moving into like hardcore and punk. It was like Public Enemy, Run DMC. And then with Public Enemy, they weren't playing any of that. 
at all because it was just so rebellious. Yeah. You know, like people were just like, the radio stations weren't playing it. They were terrified. You know, Chuck D's words were so pro- prolific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that drew me in. The same with, it's like punk and hardcore lyrics, you know, like talking about social issues, things I could really totally. relate to. Um, and at the same time, the whole hair thing was going on, <laughs> which I really didn't get at all. And I went to some shows like, but I mean, I was really into like Van Halen and David Lee Roth left and I saw that show and I think Cinderella even opened up or something. I was just like, boo! Like, get off, man! Let's get some real artists on stage! It's like Steve Vai, you know, David Lee Roth, you know, was like the incredible band. I mean, it was entertainment. It was so amazing. Um, But I loved it all. You know, I was really, at the same time, I was really, you know, into, you know, BDP, you know, all that stuff. But Run DMC was really like the pinnacle and LL Cool J. Like really, it was just like, oh my God, I got to memorize all these songs. Same time, all the punk stuff, you know, very rebellious, great lyrics. I loved it. Yeah. Then you came to New York. What year? When did you get to New York? Uh, 93. Yeah. So you moved there? Mm-hmm. And you, when did you move there? I did in late 94. About you? When you, oh, you're always in New York, so. I would never move to New York City. No? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember how cold it was, so I'll never forget the first yeah. days. I was like, oh my God. You like, brick, brick. I, when did I meet you, Ben? I meet you before you worked at Fat Farm, when you worked at Beauty Bar? Was this after? No, I, I met you when, that was after Beauty Bar, but yeah. I met you when I was working at Fat Farm. And uh, yeah, and I remember you drawing the logo, the tear, the water drop. Yeah. You're like, what about this for a logo? You know, I was like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Do you remember, <laughs> you remember when you met Derek Scott? Uh, I was just a fan of Outface. Yeah. So just, they would play yeah. in Buffalo. Pretty, we played I, Buffalo. I think you played oh. with Underdog once. I saw, maybe the first time I saw you, and they'd play Buffalo a lot. Buffalo so. scene was on fire man it was such a really good for you guys it was fantastic for us i mean it was like we would do that all the time great bands great scene you know like zero tolerance were there and oh my mike ski like you were talking about uh mike ski the earlier yeah yeah, yeah. like all these different people like are flashbacks in my mind of like coming up from them but buffalo was like it was incredible playing a lot of shows there, you know, instead, I think we even played vision. We played with oh, yeah, uh, vision. Uh, Garrett from Texas. The reason yep. he's from Buffalo. He sent me a picture recently of him. What do you call it? Like when you're sitting on the stage facing the band, you're like front row, but you're actually on the stage, like singing to the band of okay. him wa- watching Outface singing oh, wow. along or something. So like, that's fucking cool. Everyone in Buffalo was like outfaced out. Is that a term? Outfaced. Outfaced is better. Outfaced is better. Okay. Maybe I'll put a little little of your music at the end of this episode so people can hear it. Man, Buffalo was the shit, though. It was great. Great shows. Great shows. Great shows. Great ones, yeah. Yeah. The show place? Yeah, that's right, everybody. (laughs) What what was it? Niagara? Or what was the name of that? River Rock Cafe. River Rock Cafe. That's right. What about you when you met Derek? I also saw you at the scrapyard before. That was the next place when that place closed. I feel like John introduced us. I feel like John John introduced me to a lot of people. Uh, Blood Clot, Joseph. Blood Clot. Yeah, Blood Clot. Yeah, he was, he was, we would run and stuff and he would always, hey, that person, that person, just always like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, like yeah, the mayor, true. man, he knows everybody. That's Looking true. Downtown, that, that, yeah. That, that one yeah. He was like, gym. when yeah. I moved to New York, he was the one person I hung out with. Like, gladiators, Jim. Gladiators, gladiators, all, every day, <laughs> running on the East River, gladiators, yeah. we were there, like, just yeah. hilarious laughs of crazy 
things going on in that yes, gym, like yes. people walking in and walking out. And I was like, "What's going on?" It was on? like it was like seventies New York. Yeah, yeah, like this is oh, this is what it was like in the seventies. John was like, you there too? Yeah, we well we would run we would run and, and do do stuff. Yeah, running with John is is no joke. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. run. I train. I go in the bathtub and take a bath. Running was no joke. Yeah, I was soaking in the bath, and my brother was like, "Dude, I can't work out this guy anymore." Yeah, it's intense. Like he goes hard, man. I remember just like beating on my stomach with like a stick. Like, come on, you can do this. You know. <laughs> Dude, New York has the best fucking people. Man. I mean, it's best like from our scene, like the best oh, characters, man. Yeah, like, also characters. the weirdest, craziest. Yeah, and they, <laughs> you guys are all yeah. fucking weirdos, man. Yeah, you, Scott's the most normal one on the podcast. <laughs> um, well, I think we covered a lot of things. Anything you want to talk about, Adam? Uh, fuck. I think I think we we've we've addressed the state of things. Yeah, I mean, so you know, my, pretty pretty good. We did pretty good. Social distance shows, you know, drive-through shows. We're not, we're, not, we're not down with the drive-through shit. <laughs> um, did, you, did you ever do a top five on last time you were here? Or no. Top five what? Anything. Top five anything? Music. Wow. Oh. Well, All genres mixed, it doesn't matter. Anything like what I, my favorite bands ever? Top five. Or have what one. I'm listening to? Just top five inspirations. We'll go Hot Water Music's number one. Damn, son. War, War Zone's number two. Uh, Gang Stars number three. I knew it. Really? Uh, top five. Jeez. Uh, that was what? That was four. Already? Uh, three. That was three. What Only three. Four's on How Our Music and Gang Stars. I'm, I'm just gonna leave it there. Can I do top three? <laughs> sure. Then I don't have to think anymore. It's, it's Dude, it's hard. That's I always, hard, I always man. brain fart on these, and later I'm like, fuck, I I'm forgot that band. Um, I would say Iron Maiden because they're the band that made me want to play music. They're the band that made me kind of fall in love with just with the stuff the only thing they're missing is a great ba- ba- bass player yeah, right? yeah they, they need it they need a new guy um uh most listened to band at the moment uh depeche mode is big for me right now wow it's, it's, nice, that's nice. that's that's an under underrated band man. that band's go. got real real game um nine inch nails i listen to a lot bad brains Still, uh, yeah. Grilla Biscuits fuck. Now, now it's getting out of control I could just yeah, fire yeah, it up yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like it. six already right? I, I stopped at five I, <laughs> oh, I okay. did a hard stop at five but. I love you to always get drunk Listening to GB that was, was oh, GB's the best band To get drunk to drunk. <laughs> Oh it's the best I, got, I yeah. got into Straight Edge Hardcore Because it's the best music To drink to it's Hands down It's because it's so anthemic And so positive And, so, and like you want to put Your arm around your friend And scream along <laughs> And when you're drunk It's the best It's your oi Scott, it's my way. It was my way. Straight edge, Scott, or no? No, he is now. No way. Adam, like you played straight edge ever? I did for for quite a while actually, and then like that whole like if you're not now, you you never were. So I'm like, now I can't. <laughs> did you used to X up? I did. Did you ever I, live I, in I a temple? Huh? Did you ever live in a temple? I lived in a temple for 18 months. Yeah, 18 months. That that's makes the, you 18 s- months sentence in the temple. You have to be completely sober at a temple, don't you? Uh, you do theoretically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't have that Although, pa- huh? You can't have that facial hair in a temple. Uh, what? no, you could, you could, but occasionally, if you went out with with name brand hardcore drummers to, so to Don Hill, you might get te- drunk. Every <laughs> once or Jesus twice came into the temple. He couldn't rock. You couldn't but, roll Well, you make an exception for the Son of God. Oh, okay. I mean, All right. you know, but <laughs> what, what was your name when you were Krishna? I didn't. I didn't get um, John Jones initiated. That something. was the problem with me. Like, 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 I'm, I'm, I couldn't quite go all the way in. You know mm. what I mean? I'm like, eh, no. Nah. Well, Pop was a nickname based on a puppet show in England. There was a puppet, oh, a puppet show called Pop, and like so, some, some, some mean children when I was a kid said I look like him oh. and then that kind of oh, just spiraled out of control but that's I'm like Obi-Wan Kenobi be that's a name I haven't heard in a long time <laughs> Obi-Wan 
Yeah. What's your top five, Derek? I don't know. I'm going to go through a top five of like really obscure, weird stuff that I listen to. Well, when I work out with you, you have a sick mix of all types of shit. I do, man. have all kinds of shit. I have all sorts of crazy stuff, but I would have to say like top five artists that people would never imagine me listening to. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Jeff Buckley. Strong. Um, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Solid. Crime in the City Solution. Nobody's going to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Here we go. Hold on. That's three, right? Yeah. That is. Um, you too? You too. Thank you. I, knew you, love you I too. know like every song. Uh, Jesus, I have like what? One more? What about some pop shit? No? Some pop stuff? Yes. There is something out there. Uh, psychedelic furs. Strong. Okay. I love it, man. I got to see them live, and they they killed it. It was one of the most amazing shows. I was just reliving yeah. my childhood. What is something <laughs> super soft that you listen to, Scott? We saw you said earlier, but something that so we nobody expects Scott Vogel to listen to. Ten Ten Thousand Maniacs. Yeah. Wow, that's, great, that was, that's a good soft. One. I forgot about them. <laughs> I forgot great. about them too. It's just and it was, it was what's the one more thing about Scott Vogel that people in the hardcore scene would never expect that Scott something you do like on a day to day basis, something normal you do. Uh, this has been overrun by my girlfriend. She's taken over cause she's better at this. But even like when I lived with my friend Patrick at Reaper records, I always wanted plants around me. So I, I don't think, uh, people would expect me even on tour. Sometimes I've stolen plants from the venues and put on the bus. So nice. there's, wow. there's plants. I feel I like at peace with plants. So you like plants, you plant them too and shit or no? Nah, I would just put them in my apartment. So when you go back to Buffalo, maybe you can have like a garden or something. Yeah. My girlfriend like, uh, worked as a florist. So she's taken the lead on these things and has much better taste than me. Yeah. But, uh, yes, if I, if I lived alone, I would have a lot of plants. They'd probably die quicker than they do now, but plants. What about you, Adam? What's the question? Super soft. You listen to that. Uh, Tara. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this wrong, but Ryan Adams does a cover an entire cover of a Taylor Swift album. I think it's 1989, whatever, whatever the, wow. the, her big album was. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's so great. Okay. It's so it takes like pop songs and it just turns them into like this heartbroken country songs. Cause he was going through a divorce from Mandy Moore when he did it. So you can kind oh, of, fe- right. it, he kind of puts that in the record. It, it's great. I recommend everyone give that a listen. All right. All right. All right, guys. Well, I think we talked about a lot of things. We didn't ask Derek what he listens to. That's cool. No, that's cool, Toby. I didn't ask you the soft No, that, no, that, no, man. That, that's cool. I, I, see, I see how you are, man. That's what, cool. What's another soft one? What's another soft one? Fiona Apple, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, she's amazing. Okay, was... She's amazing. Incredible. And the new record was good. Underrated. It's all right, man. It's pretty okay. good. It's pretty good. I need to get into it more, but I, I, I definitely dig her. Fiona Apple? I remember her songs back sure. then. I remember their stuff now, though. I'm thinking about how bizarre it is. My soft pick is titled "The Ten Thousand Media." That sounds like a hardcore band. That's dude. so true. Holy <laughs> shit! I didn't even thought I about that. I love Ten Thousand Maniacs. I think that's from Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddie was the bastard son of. No, it was a thousand maniacs. A thousand yeah. maniacs. Yeah. Yeah, thousand maniacs. Where did that name came from? I like it though. It's just Have you weird. had trouble in the past with your name Terror? Like after all like, this shit happened, nine eleven, all that just. Being a band traveling with that name? It's always a little weird, especially rolling up to an airport with, with like all your guitar has <laughs> terror, terror. They Were you worried when they declared the war on terror? It was like a a, a very 
bad and a blessing because your name is everywhere. Wow. Whatever. And and do people? What does sepultura mean to the people listening? Sepultura means grave. Okay. So we've had that. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. I did not know that. What I did not know was how to pronounce it correctly for the first two years of listening to the band. I, Everyone right. I knew called it Sepultra. Sepultra. <laughs> yeah. I love the Sepultras. <laughs> They're amazing. These Sepultras are amazing. We've had trouble with it though in the past. Yeah. Like in like really conservative countries. Where they're like, they don't know the name, so they look it up, and it's grave, and they're like, oh, satanic ban. Dang. Stuff Can't, like having you people try to ban you because of your name and stuff like that, too, or no? Back then? I think people try to ban us for other reasons that we... <laughs> but not the name. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can't own our name. Please ban us. Yeah, because it's a molecule. Yeah. Unf- apparently, you can't copyright the chemical formula H2O. Makes sense. I mean, wow. Sense. Right. So there's a rapper, H2O, yeah, who well. was in source wearing one of our T-shirts. That's right. They've been yeah. hard to obtain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a techno H2O. Keeps there's... coming up on Spotify. Have, you, have you ever like confronted any of these H2O bands? Like, yo, what's up? Nah. Nah. I can do it for you. We man. might have Hall and Oates have an album called H2O. And yeah. at one point we did kick around the idea of naming an album Hall and Oates. That's true. We did. <laughs> we did. But yeah. Payback's bitch. Hard, hard to Obtain was from Long Island and they were like pretty big in New York. And I right. remember like them being around and stuff and we were, we were around as well. That's interesting, man. Yeah, wow. man. Crazy world. Just like the Mob Deep logo is one of the sick of it all had. Yep. That was an interesting story too. Um, yeah, man. All right. Well, fuck, well, I think we covered a lot of things. I'm glad you guys are healthy and happy, and I'm glad to have you in my house. And you guys are doing well, and you're alive. And I wish you uh, a great journey to Buffalo, New York, Scott. Yeah, Thank man. You. Give well, Buffalo a big hug for me. Thank you, um, Brian Foister too. Is he happy still trails. there? I don't think he's there, but uh, he's on the Instagram. He's on the gram. <laughs> Who's, that? <laughs> Who's that? Brian Foister. He was promoting shows. Yeah, he booked every everything. Everything. What happened to the singer Zero Tolerance? Where is he at now? He is in uh, New Mexico somewhere. He was off the grid for <laughs> many years. Is that Mark? Yeah. Mark Z. He surfaced on Instagram. and Oh, she's on there? Yeah, I, t- I talked to him a lot. Okay. Um, seems to be good. I know he has a family. I told him recently my goal in life once uh, shows are happening again, I'm going to get zero tolerance to play in Buffalo. So wow. That's oh my, my goal. God. And he said like, I'm not opposed to, he, he said a lukewarm, maybe it'll happen. Is that John Mark and Eric Rice in that band? The, John Mark? Eric, wow, Eric go- was a member during their prime. Okay. John came in towards the end. Okay. Um, be interested to see what lineup that would be. He was like, what do you call it? Like part of their crew before he was in the yeah, band. John. So, uh, who ended up playing in Goldfinger? Darren, Darren Pfeiffer. Darren. Darren. That's right. Yes. He's in Tolerance. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's shit, right, that's bro. Right. He's out here too now. Isn't yeah. He's he? doing those live punk rock streams too with Greg Hudson every week. Oh man. I haven't seen in him. Yeah. In punk rock years. karaoke online. He's a fucking great drummer, man. Remember they had the ZT tats on their fingers? Remember Eric had that? Right. And so Eric, John, Darren, Mark. So let's awesome. do this shit. Yeah, if you guys yeah. listen to that, I think it should be happening. I think that'd be really that'd be great for Buffalo. Be and great then for shout me. and shout out to Griselda <laughs> and uh, what's what are the three rappers' names from there? Benny the Butcher, Westside Gun, and Conway the Machine. They put Buffalo on the map right now as far as hip hop. They're I'm fucking check huge, it out. man. Yeah, really. They're good. like got a Wu Tang vibe to them. I love I love what I heard so far. It's like nineties throwback. And all, every rapper's trying to get on their shit. Rick Ross is on the new shit. Really? They do really good. Wow. They're crushing, man. They got a, uh, I believe he's white, um, producer named Derringer, who's okay. this little guy, uh, makes amazing beats, has a really cool style. So 
yeah, it's really cool because being from Buffalo, like, uh, you know, Clevo had some rappers, yeah. bo- Bone and everything, yeah. but Buffalo never had shit, so it was really cool to That's see. That's cool. Like, I'm going to check it out, man. It's I'm crazy, curious. too, because now there's this whole thing going on in Rochester, too. There's, like, all this stuff from Were Rochester. from that? I, from my point of view, yes, but I'm not on the inside, so I have no idea. They yeah. they could be even older, but maybe the spotlight's on Buffalo, so now Rochester's getting some love, but there's all this shit going on all over Western New York, so it's really cool. All right. What are we talking about? <laughs> I was, was going to say something positive for the future. I mean, oh, I know, so, not to get political, but next week is the election. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I thought what, we were going to get that, through that, this without it. What, that's yeah. happening. What's no, happening? I'm saying we're, vo- oh, yeah, we're, we're all yeah. we're, voting. I'm saying let's hope there's going to be change in this country. Yeah. Hope positive comes up from all this stuff. Yeah. You know so I, mean? so I, I, I am not able to participate in the American political process because yeah. I am still an immigrant. Um, please don't fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's do their part, and you know what I mean? We'll get through it, right? I, I agree. Everyone should do their part. Everyone should vote, 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 vote. And just real quick, the name of your skate team, you and Dwid and Charlie. <laughs> Wait, your, what? I like what this. Your, what was your skate team called in Ohio? Our, our, our skate team was called Team Playboy. <laughs> even though I, I didn't even have a girlfriend until I was well out of Team Playboy, but... uh I don't know. Wasn't it two skate crews? That was the one. Skate there was crew. two skate crews. It was Team Playboy and there was Team Crack, and Team Crack was what Charlie was on. <laughs> uh, with who was uh, the best skater? You, Dwid, or um, Charlie? Charlie, Charlie for sure. He was good at street and ramp. I think you're better than all of them, though. For Thanks, sh- hands Thank down. You. No, I mean for real, though. Okay, I was okay. shocked you, by your skating ability. Still am. Thank you, sir. If you want to be shocked in a different direction, put me on a skateboard. You'll be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. You never shock. skated, right, Scott? I tried and I failed early. And I street skating. I don't know what you call it. Trying to ollie <laughs> and failing. What about you, Abby? <laughs> that would be called street uh, skating. Once, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I did it once. Because you're so big, man. Yeah, it's a long going? way down, man. My, it's a long way from my head to the floor. So what's this? I hear you. What's this? All I tried about? and I failed. Um, I'm, a new, I'm asking a new suit, and he's been I doing. Learned how to tie a tie today. He's been doing modeling. And I learned how stuff. to tie a tie for my first time just now by myself. Max, can, can, can you can you teach me you how to tie a tie? Because I still don't know how to so do it. I had I had to wear one in school every day. Yeah. Max, Max, any questions for any of us before we leave today? You guys are already leaving. Yeah, we did it two hours, man. It's been two hours already. Um, no. Okay. Not really. (laughs) Oh, Scott. Um, congrats on uh, being sober. Oh, nice, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Guys, fucking knees dropping on the podcast. No, that's great. No, I already knew. Congrats. That's awesome. Trying. Just don't put a show in front of me. We'll be fine. Good Anything job. Back there? Okay, we go. Uh, you too, Adam. Anybody? Thanks, man. Yeah. Ten, ten, ten years. years. Yeah. How long since you, you, Derek? I don't drink. Okay. And I don't do drugs. Mm. But you're not sober. I'm not sober. Okay. I mean, sober as oh, far no, as no. I can't claim sobriety either. I can claim no alcohol. Oh, you guys are doing edibles. I, I like uh, plants. Okay. I'm a I'm a plant guy. You know, I, I, ah, I you know, which ones? I like cannabis and all. Other plants surrounding you anything the plant lifetime. You do cannabis too? No, n- none of that, that stuff. Did you like plants? I'll, I'll keep um, this off. We'll get, we'll get it to this off. It's fine. Uh, I don't know. I'd smoke weed right now if I had to, but it makes me paranoid. <laughs> it makes my heart race and it makes me paranoid. No edibles though? Like to make you go to sleep or something? That or? makes me feel like I'm fucking on acid. That shit's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't go too crazy, man. I, I've like Actually, during this whole lockdown, it's a lot less. Um, it's usually at the end of the day when I have nothing else to do. No yeah, responsibilities. Can just chill out, watch a movie, uh, be creative, you know, and that's it. 
you know, during the day, it's like nothing. I, I don't have any desire or anything, but it's something I never felt that I had a problem or it was like, yeah. oh, I need to stop. But with alcohol, I, I never felt that I was an alcoholic, but when I did drink, I drank a lot. And it yeah. was, you know, I, I, I was a different person. Yeah, Adam with, was like that. And that's yeah, what too, I don't yeah. like about it. With yeah. you know, it, it yeah. made it transformed me into a different person. Yeah. And I don't like myself when I was drinking. Yeah, I've seen Scott much. at his worst and I've seen Adam at his worst. Yeah. <laughs> like more than once. And yeah. like, you were really bad yeah. as well, man. You were I, like, I mean, I, I had no choice. Like I had two kid my kidneys had crapped out twice. Wow. And it was just like you know, the the, the the definition of addiction is is something that you know is bad for you, but you can't stop doing it. You know, right. and that was me with alcohol. I tried mm. so many times and, and honestly to get it done I had to move across country. Wow. I had to leave every trigger, everything that would have set me off and leave it in the rear view. And that yeah, there was, was almost like when you and your girlfriend moved here, she, she, I think she moved back to New York because she couldn't drink and she had to drink and drive. She didn't want yeah, to drive. Yeah, she, 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 was, uh, she, could, she couldn't indulge her mm. drinking habit and drive, so she decided to move back to New York. Because she, of that. Wow. wow. But and, Adam was like blackout drunk. Yeah, that's wow. yeah, Scott, Scott, that's... let's drag Scott into this. Scott's had his dark times, Steve. <laughs> Wolf. That's a no. very, 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 yeah. very true. Like blackout but but drunk, if, like if, if blackout, right? I will say this, I will say this: the fact that Scott was the last person I got drunk with is something I am really happy about. Wow. I, I feel That's like it, amazing. it's a perfect out, today, perfect man. out. I learned that today. I learned also that Scott. Great, great way to go out, Terry. Yeah, fucking, he yeah. beat the COVID. He's he still the, dealing he with air the problems from it. So take it seriously. Like you think you're immune. You think because we're singers and we travel and all this musician stuff, but it's, it's, it hits everybody. You know what I mean? It's doesn't discriminate. Yeah. Please be safe, everyone. Yeah, yeah I'm man. glad you're good, Scott. I'm glad. One day we'll play shows. One day we'll play shows. Yeah. Yeah, show man. Next year I'm totally what a what a bill that would be. <laughs> that would be a, a crazy bill. bill. That'd be a sick bill. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Man. I already said fishbones down, sugar rays down. Everybody oh in the podcast God. so far, like it's all played together. It's a fest. <laughs> a fest. We're gonna have a fest. Toby fest. Um, Toby fest. All right, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, thanks for tuning in. You can find these guys on social media: um, Derek Green official, Adam Blake 007. I am finally Terra Hardcore. Right? Wow. Yeah. You got it all right. Yeah. No, yeah. Highway to Health is that Instagram for that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. And support the bands by buying merch online. And, and a lot of people have been doing that for the past couple months. Like, really appreciate that. Absolutely. Supporting all the bands this Absolutely. Week. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Let's take this to the stairs. It takes us to the Let's stairs. Let's take it to the stairs. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> love you guys. Thanks for being here. Much love, everyone. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to hear the next one.